Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Here at DSW, we're getting back to our regularly scheduled program, living your best life. Whatever is on your calendar, you're going to need some really good shoes. That's where DSW comes in. Find Need Right Now sneakers, wear everywhere sandals, and everything in between from top brands like Adidas, Reebok, Steve Madden, and more. Shop now at DSW.com or a DSW store near you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron, and I am joined by someone who knows a little bit about being on a Bachelor show. You saw her on Ari's season of The Bachelor. She's popped up in Paradise, Bachelor Winter Games, Never Forget. Viviana, how are you? I am doing great. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me on. Thank you. I know you've been covering Katie's season a little bit on Clickbait with Taisha. And how are you liking it so far? I loved it. I'm actually off now because Natasha and Joe are back from filming and the secret's out. They were off to paradise, but I already miss it. I think this is my second week not doing it. And I was really excited to do this podcast because I feel like I was just on a roll. I was committed to watching every episode and I have so much feedback on what I think about this season. So I'm excited to get into it. Perfect. Have you been like, do you usually, were you usually watching the show before you were on it? No, I was not. So, well, I didn't, before I was on it, I made that mistake, which I think anyone, anyone who is submitting to be a contestant needs to absolutely go back and do their research. Mm. Um, I had watched a few episodes here and there, but I didn't really understand the full format of the show. Now that I've been on it, now that I've watched a few seasons, you get it. You know, there's always a villain. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, the two on, well, I don't know if this season we're going to see that, but there's like the two on one dates. There's, you know, all these, there's a real ceremony. like, I really didn't fully understand. And it's, it's funny because watch the show now, um, I often think like, wow, I just wish I would have taken the time to be like, you know how people were talking on this episode of, Hunter being a super fan. Mm-hmm. I think you have an idea as a fan of what it would be like, but it does, it. you do understand it a little bit more when you are a super fan. You have yeah. watched the seasons. Like you get the jits of it versus if you're just going into this, like you don't know what you're signing up for. It's really scary and overwhelming. So I wish I would have. I almost feel like I know it's going out of order, but we need to start with Hunter mm-hmm. because you bring up such a good point. Is it a bad thing to be a Bachelor fan to go on the show? I don't think so necessarily. Like you were just saying, it it should be okay. Yeah, I have to agree with you there. I don't think that it's a bad thing. Um, I think it is a little bit funny that, you know, the guys were giving him a tough time about being, you know, in forums and in blogs and you know, all these things where, you know, sometimes these fans can get a little bit carried away with mean things that they say. Mm. So um i don't really take Con- i don't sorry not connor I, I don't really take hunter as one of those but i don't think it's bad like i think it's kind of okay to be someone who's watched a show and you know better yeah. a guy that understands than someone who doesn't agreed i also think it's such a classic thing of you need to watch i can only imagine when you're in that house with all these people and they're not even traveling and like watching what you say because i'm sure a lot of like and who you can trust because i'm sure a lot of people have conversations like oh did you like the show or like oh would you ever be the bachelor but then you never know who's going to take that and turn it because i feel like these conversations have to be happening in the house but you don't ever know when it's going to like become a storyline versus just you talking to your your new friend right yeah i have to agree i i definitely when i was in the house i had I wasn't that trusting. 
Mm. I had like the three friends that I felt really close to. Um, it's just a handful of them that you naturally just gravitate to. There's just so many, it's hard for you to become a bestie to everyone, but it's what people don't realize is that you are being recorded 24 seven. It's not just like the moment that you're with someone or you're on camera. That's when you're being recorded from the moment you wake up all the way to the time that you <laughs> fall asleep, even while you're falling asleep, you're being recorded. Mm. So in this case, I don't really know because since COVID, since they're all sleeping in hotel rooms and all of that. I don't know if there's cameras in there. Um, but there's not a lot of things that there's a lot of things that people aren't seeing. So it is what it is true. What you're, you're saying that you don't really know if this is going to be one of the, the moments that it's just going to be a storyline, like in Hunter's case, how this whole, you know, his top four, mm. who he thought was top four. It was just, I think I feel bad for Hunter. I do. I'm not saying that, you know, it's, it's great to talk about those things where you're just already picking out who you think is going to make it, but it's natural. You're already, how many episodes in We're we're episode six, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. And it's natural to be thinking like, oh my gosh, I've made it this far. Like who is, who's going to hometown? Yeah. it comes come to find out Hunter was a little off with his top four. Um, he put himself in there. He put Connor B in there and he put Greg in there. Obviously we saw Connor B and Hunter go home and we never found out his fourth, right? I was upset. I wanted to know if we're going to do this, let's hear what the fourth one is. Yeah, I agree. I'm like, who is the fourth guy? Um, he was a little bit off. <laughs> I feel like, off. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know about that. But also from a, a guy, I kind of feel like Hunter, I, I say this kind of saying a lot, like he got that date with Katie. He mm-hmm. got rose on the date. And then, oh no, sorry. He, he, and the group date, because he didn't have rose. a one-on-one. And the group date, he got the group date rose. And then he was just like on cloud nine. And he really just thought that this is it. Like I got this rose. This is it. Her and I are getting engaged. And, you know, kind of his, I think, his politeness kind of brushed off and mm. I don't really agree with taking up time when you already have a rose. That's not really my thing, but I think he was just so hyper-focused on like, this is, we're going to be together. Like this is it. He really t- adopted this mindset of like, I'm the last Coca-Cola in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, Yes, you're right. And maybe that also is the super fan in him though, thinking like, Oh, I showed her my, my kids and she liked that. She gave me the rose for it. It's a reward almost like that means I'm going far. Like I'm in it. I'm a contender. So it might even get in your head too much. If you know too much too, though. He, he got way in over his head, but I, I don't think that it came with ill intentions. Like okay. this is just someone who you, 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 it's, he's a little bit dorky. Mm-hmm. He got really excited. He's in over his head and he's not really paying attention. It's almost like, let's like, if you're such a super fan, let's just take it down a notch. <laughs> there are other people here. And, you know, this is something different that we're seeing. I, I feel than any other season where the guys are really, there's this deep romance where they all kind of get together and each week they're out for someone new. It's I like feel Survivor. like Aaron is like, yeah, Aaron is the chief of police. He's like oh. Mr. Who is not here for the right reasons. He's the chief of police. And then everybody else are his minions. 100%. And yeah, they all. This week. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really funny. I'm like, guys, this is not someone who's here for the wrong reasons. Like, he's just someone that you probably don't vibe with. And, you know, like, he's just really excited. I think you're making me kind of like Hunter. Like, I wasn't like, he's... Just throughout this whole thing, I mean, the tattoo is a lot for me, but just in general with that that date where he got a little rough and rowdy, whatever, like I, I haven't been loving him and totally seeing his connection with Katie, but that thing of the group mentality of kind of ganging up and deciding that they don't like the person, it really bothers me also because it's Katie's decision. And like, I, do, I feel like these guys are doing a little too much trying to influence. And now I think she finally maybe got rid of everyone who was doing that. I mean, she's down to like seven. So hopefully there's no one mm-hmm. left. I feel like for maybe like Brendan yeah. or something like who can they pick off now? Like, I feel like it's only people she really likes now. I think the guys who were really into like this chivalrous, let's be Prince charming. Let's form this, you know, let's figure out who's not here for the right reasons or who has ill intentions or whatever. Those guys just went home. Yeah. But yeah, Aaron, Trey, James, 
you know, and, and something that I saw that Trey said when he went home, he's like, I wish that I would have taken the time that I had with her to focus on my relationship. And this is something that we saw. This is something that Andrew kind of mentioned a few episodes ago where mm, he's like, guys, like, them. like this needs to be wa- like water under a bridge. Like this has a domino effect. The moment you talk about someone, then it leads to X, Y, and Z where she's like in her head and then she's contemplating. And we saw that in the rose ceremony where she's just like, you know, I don't want to really have a rose ceremony. We saw it in the group date. And then she takes, she takes Hunter away. And then these guys are like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Here's Hunter taking more time. And this is basically the domino effect. I think that Hunter's situation is very different. I'm not saying that I'm a fan of how he acted, right? Mm -hmm. But this wasn't a Carl that was trying to stir up drama out of nowhere. Uh-huh. And this wasn't a Thomas who was obviously, you know, very vocal about, you know, his intentions coming in. I think Hunter was just someone who was a little bit in over his head and he genuinely liked her. But I, I don't know. What did you think about this episode? I'm curious to hear your take. I want to talk about the group date. We'll go back to the one-on-ones, but the mm-hmm. group date, because to, to wrap up Hunter, I the the not the telling the queen that he was not in love and then getting on stage and saying he was in love that was like all right dude um I don't know if he just like if he really he's claimed he like got his words mixed up but I don't think you messed that one up on the bachelor with an L bomb you either are in love quote unquote I don't think he was by the way but like why would he change that flip flop that like did he just mess up his own plan like what could possibly have been happening there so maybe you can help me out with this because okay. I have a hard time understanding the difference like when somebody says i'm falling for you i feel like you're just getting there Uh versus i'm in love with you then you are in love with someone so is saying that you're falling for someone or falling in love with someone like you're a hundred percent all in or is it just like i'm in the beginning steps so I think it was unfortunate that Trey was in the corner. I wish he would have done a better job of explaining, like, I'm in the beginning stages. I have a lot of feelings for her. Um, I'm looking forward to falling in love with her. But he was basically put on the spot. So when they asked, like, are you falling in love? What are you supposed to say? Like, no. Or like, I think I just think he got excited and answered the wrong thing. I wish he wouldn't have done that, though. Yeah, that was definitely his, like, the final nail in the coffin, especially watching it back. And maybe it played out a little differently in real Mm -hmm. life. Like, we don't know. But as far as, like, I was confused on how I was supposed to feel about him. And then that made it, like, all right, I guess he's kind of – because they give that edit of, like, oh, maybe he's, um, like, that guy who was on Hannah Brown's season who, like, said I love you on, like, day two. And it was, like, that can't possibly be true. And that almost, like, felt like that, like, he turned a switch on or something. And I don't like Mm -hmm. that. But also, you're right. Like, you if you're – quote unquote honest and you say you're not in love then you're like hurting the girl's feelings because they're supposed to be in love with you in two seconds so this show sets you up to like you have to just navigate it perfectly and it's kind of impossible yeah he definitely could have handled it a lot better i feel like he just started to spiral a little bit this last episode this group date overall i kind of was confused on the point like i love the queens i think they're Mm -hmm. awesome and i love that they're kind of doing things a little differently but what was the point? Like, were they supposed to roast each other and that just, they didn't get that? Or did they just decide to like make it all lovey-dovey? Like, I, why was it so awkward and weird? Are the queens, because I don't watch a lot of TV. Mm-hmm. Like right now I'm watching a lot of Bachelorette. But yeah. do they have a show where it's like they they normally roast each other and maybe that's... Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I don't watch. I think they're from, they were on all RuPaul, RuPaul's Drag Race mm-hmm. All-Stars. Maybe that's like what they, when right. they say like shade, maybe the guys just like didn't get it. But usually like, I assume at a group date, the directions are pretty clear. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought this date was funny. Um, and it's, it's cute to see that these guys really, some of them sucked at throwing shade. <laughs> yeah. Um, and of course the Hunter storyline was just a big one. This episode, you know, I had the opportunity to interview him on clickbait with the rest of the crew and I thought he was so sweet and so like genuine. So you could, I feel like energy wise, I could tell that he's a genuine person. It just, you know, unfortunately I think the rose really got to his head Mm. and then he just thought this is it. Like, everybody f everybody else which i don't really agree with at least he didn't like go totally nuclear nuclear like on them because he could have like retaliated in a way of saying he was throwing shade like on stage instead he took the high road and i was like okay that's nice that's that was an interesting yeah. move i didn't see that coming I, to be honest i didn't see that one coming either i'm like this is this is not 
I feel like on my season, I probably would have popped off. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I was not. I was watching some clips so I could because I knew I was going to talk to you. And I was like, wow, oh Bibiana. there was like a YouTube thing called like Bibiana, mic drop. Like I was like, you, you, you had moments. I had a lot of moments. And I think watching the show so like religiously now, I have like today I had a I like to watch the show in the morning mm -hmm. just because, you know, since I was doing the podcast and stuff, I'm like, I can think clearly. I can yeah. see things because I, I fall asleep so early sometimes. I like miss half of it. I get it. So I was, I had this flashback to the time where like I didn't get time with Ari and I, this is what I mean. Like, I wish I would have just watched the show to kind of have a better understanding that, you know, the days do run long, that, you know, there are a lot of, there are a lot of dates where you don't get to see or speak to the lead at all. And in one of my dates, my group dates, I just lost it because I didn't get an opportunity to talk to him. And I was like, F this, like, it's all a setup. This is fake. Iconic. I was so mad. I was so mad. Oh, so man. I, yeah, I think it was cool that he just took the high road and, you know, did the best that he could even when he was talking to her at the rose ceremony i think that he did the best that he could at that point but i'm not sad to see him go yeah there definitely wasn't totally something there between them it, it wasn't because sometimes there is a thing where like drama overshadows and you really do think the person might have a connection with the lead and it's like oh that sucks because maybe if they didn't get wrapped up in everything like we would have mm -hmm. seen them but i don't think that was the case here i think this relationship was running its course anyway um yeah. but it was interesting to see how katie's reaction i mean she literally got sick over all of this and I, I wonder I don't know if it was less so much about Hunter or if it was more so much about every week because we're watching it every week but this is like even closer together for her that's like every time she has a group date there's someone else's name brought up like mm -hmm. she must just be exhausted these days are long yeah like every time I watch a show I'm like man I would need a Red Bull every five minutes because you're up super early in the morning yeah and you're filming super late at night and then just imagine like you're hurting these people's feelings like you're forming these connections you got at this point we're very narrowed down it's not like night one where mm -hmm. if you don't have an interaction with someone you can go home but it's she's had time with these people to this point so I can see why something like this could be very emotional for her, even if it's not just all Hunter, like the Blake coming in. Mm. I wonder if it was actually Hunter, the situation with Hunter that made her sick or if maybe she just like was feeling like yeah. weird that day. There could be a lot that we don't know, yeah. but she did cancel, not give out a group date rose, which I feel like never really happened. So that was interesting and canceled the rest of the date and went home. Before we go back to the one-on-one -on -one dates, I did want to ask you what you think about Greg because Greg, clear him. favorite in the beginning, right? And I just feel like these this the last two episodes, both of them, their conversations have been her trying to like reassure him and him like oh, not like kind of just looking kind of miserable. And then she's like, don't leave. And he's like, I would never leave. And then they like have a nice moment. But then they had that same conversation last week and then they had it this week. So I feel like they're maybe he's just struggling with it because like he knows he's the front runner. Like, I there's something going on there. So one thing that I would that I noticed while he was talking to Hunter and Hunter explained like, oh, you can get more than one. Oh, yeah. One on one. And he's like, really, you can like, I didn't know that that was a thing. He's like, yeah, no, you can definitely get more than one one on one. You can kind of see that Greg isn't 100 percent familiar with mm -hmm. the format or, you know, things like that. And I think one of the most difficult things is to have such a strong connection in the beginning. You have this one-on-one. -on -one. You're one of the first ones to have it. I don't remember. Was he the first one to have it? Yeah, he got the first impression rose and he, the first one-on-one, -on -one, which they never okay. do, I feel like. So that was wild. So imagine everything yeah. in the beginning. And then now it's weeks where you're on group dates. You're not mm -hmm. in a one-on-one -on -one. group dates. Uh, you don't get a lot of time with the lead. Like, yeah. I remember on my season, maybe if I was lucky, I got like four minutes at a time. And then obviously there's people who have a deeper connection. So maybe they'll get like 15 minutes or 20, but you're not spending an hour with someone. So obviously the best time, the best thing that you could do is get a one-on-one. -on -one. I feel for him because I can see how frustrating that is. Like, am I, look how quickly, you know, Hunter got a rose in the last group date. And then on this episode, you see him going home. So look how quickly other connections can start to form. True. She can form deeper connections. Now you have Blake here. Where obviously this is people are, I mean, it is obvious this connection. The Blake of it all. I mean, yeah. 
and I, it's not that I didn't like him on Claritasia season, but I was just like, oh boy, this guy falls hard. Like, and I actually mm-hmm. interviewed him. He was so nice. He seems just like a happy-go-lucky guy who does like fall hard fast in this process, yeah. quote unquote, works for him, which could be good or bad, you know, because it right. can get your heart broken or, you know, but he falls quickly. But when I see, I mean, with the giddy moment of when she realized it was him, when they saw each other a few weeks ago, it's not going away. If anything, their makeouts just keep getting more and more intense. Like it's going to be a, we need to cl- shut the door and, He's like kind of like Nick Vile crashing Caitlin season vibes. Like they just like can't keep their hands off each other. And he's yeah. it's pretty endearing to watch the two of them together. I have to say, I wouldn't have never guessed it, I guess. But I feel like that connection, it really like pops off the screen. Whereas now Greg almost comes off as more as like, he just looks so sad to me. <laughs> and I know that you want them to show emotion. And I know that and it's hard and I can't imagine. But it's almost making her job harder because now she has to worry about him. Whereas Blake's yeah. out here just like busting out boombox and gets to be like the fun guy who swoops in, you know? Well, he gets to have the fun because he just he just dodged a few weeks of being in the house of all mm-hmm. that stress. He really wasn't there for all that drama with Thomas. So like mm-hmm. he didn't have to jump through hula hoops or anything crazy. Like True. so I it is it is a little bit unfortunate that like you see Greg being like super sad and she's she called him out she's like i feel like you just have resting sad face he told him now i can't stop seeing it ever since she said that like when they were standing there on the group date like when he was even before he read his poem like i don't know if it's his face or if he really just doesn't want to be there but homeboy does not look like he wants to be there right now he just gets he's always on group dates and you can tell that that's something difficult you when somebody is struggling on group dates to that extent group dates are not easy it's it's because you're really emotionally invested Mm -hmm. and in my opinion, I feel like Greg goes far. You, it is really good to also have that reassurance from the lead in those one-on-one moments because then you know where you kind of stand. It's so limited. So I think it's kind of sweet to see how she is and it hasn't gotten to her yet. I don't know yeah. if that reassurance is going to get to her later on. I don't. I think that that'll begin to kind of fizzle out because the group dates are much smaller. You're going to get a lot of a lot more quality time with the lead you're more likely to get an additional one-on-one. So I have a feeling that we'll see him be a little bit happier, but I've seen, you know, when you, what the previews where he's like, he's getting fed up. I was like, okay, yeah, this guy's, this guy's there. Yeah. Um, What did you think about Connor? Oh my God. Okay. So Connor from the beginning, clear connection between Mm -hmm. the two of them. Um, I was waiting for him to get a one-on-one. I just, I knew it was coming obviously, but I really feel like ever since that first night when she made out with him, when he was a cat, she's never liked him quite as much as she did then. Mm -hmm. I know she cried at his song, but I think she was just overwhelmed that night. She was like crying at things that did not, you know, it's a lot. Um, and I feel like she wanted it so desperately to be Connor but it just wasn't him. And I feel mm-hmm. bad because it became like about the kiss. And it's like, I don't think it had anything to necessarily, maybe yeah. it is, maybe he's a bad kisser. I don't know. But I think it was less about that and more of her just wanting to feel those butterflies she felt on night one that just slowly went away. Yeah. And I think this date was so interesting with Caitlin and Jason also because it's more like real life, just hanging out. And if you succeed there, like if you feel comfortable with that person, I feel like it's like game over. Like, oh, we can get out of bachelor bubble and like work. But if you're bored, you're like, oh, I do need kind of the the helicopters and the whole thing for you. So that's not realistic. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's it. That is a good perspective. I thought it was neat that they did a double date. I'm like, this is very this is the closest to real life of a date that I've seen on the Bachelor franchise. I think so too. They literally just ate, they like grilled hot dogs. Yeah. And the girls made margaritas, they grilled food and that was it. It goes back to the fact that like you can have such a strong connection and then the weeks go by and you don't get that quality time. So whatever that momentum that you had in the beginning can easily fizzle out. But compare when you compare that type of relationship to somebody like Greg, I mean, I get it. Greg did have an early one-on-one, but that connection, she was just as, ex- she was really excited about Connor and she was really excited about Greg that first night. Yeah. And he had the one-on-one and he hasn't had one since. And there's still been that, you know, the fireworks. Every time you see them on screen together, it's just like, okay, these guys really make it to the end. Versus with Connor, we didn't really get to see that like evolving. Mm -hmm. And maybe if he would have had an earlier one-on-one date, you know, and these other relationships hadn't began to deepen and form on like a stronger level, maybe he would have had a chance to, you know, work on it. But when you know, you know, in yeah. this kind of scenario. And it sucks for her to kind of, you know, pin it just on the kiss. Yeah. But- I felt bad for him that that got so much hype. But I know, I think that was, she was just trying to say like, they didn't have the romantic connection as much as they had the friend connection. Have you ever been on a date where you're just with someone, you're just like not feeling them yeah. anymore? You just want to leave. <laughs> Man, like 
what a nice guy, but it's just not there. I think that that's what happened to her where it was like super cool guy, like really amazing, but it's just, he's, she's just not it. And Caitlin and Jason, like what were like, so into it too, which I want to know, what are your thoughts on Caitlin and Tasha? Cause I think I'm happy they used them more this episode. Mm-hmm. I don't like, I, I mean, it's been their, fu- like, I get why. Cause sometimes there was episodes, I mean, Chris Harrison, you barely saw too. Like sometimes it's not about, it's not about the host right. in general, but especially whatever. But I liked this episode that we saw Caitlin on a date with her. And even at the way beginning when they were, she was giving them like the rundown. I'm like, okay, so she's still into Greg. She's still into Michael. I, she's still into Andrew S. Cause we didn't see them at all at the episode, but we mm-hmm. got to establish that at the beginning. And I liked that like girl chat. Like I want to see more of that in an organic way versus maybe felt a little like set up in the beginning. And this felt like that felt like I was really just watching her talk to them at the beginning of this episode. I think that it's just warming up as time goes by. You know, I can't imagine that that position every time I watch. I mean, I'm like all over the place right now, but I was with Tasha in paradise. Right. And I love Tasha. Caitlin, I've had the opportunity of meeting a couple times. I did a podcast right after one of my shows. Um, they both have amazing energy. So every time I see them on, I get really excited. Tasha, I just feel has stepped into this role in such an incredible way. Like when she speaks, I feel like one of those like best friends, like, oh my gosh, she's on TV again. <laughs> Mine, she was bachelorette, of course, but yeah, she's doing, they're both doing such a great job. So I get excited to see them on screen. I think it's something completely new to both of them and really new to the show as well. So as the time goes by, you see them getting more comfortable, like both Tasha and Katie, Caitlin had, you know, time to talk to the boys and, yeah. you know, kind of take on that lead role a little bit more. And I, I mean, I love it. I agree with you. I, I think the, the dynamic is really neat. And as a bachelorette, I would want that type of support. Right. Because I don't know how much of a connection you, Katie might have formed with Chris Harrison on being on on that season you know you really don't see him as much I think maybe if you get to top four you get to like see and talk to him a little bit more but it's just a different dynamic when you can when you have girls that have been through this experience to kind of talk to and rely on so yeah he's really getting the best support ever Here at DSW, we're getting back to our regularly scheduled program, living your best life. From finding excuses to hug all your friends, to checking that big hike off your bucket list, to embracing the return of wedding season, life is calling. And whatever is on your calendar, you're going to need some really good shoes. That's where DSW comes in. We'll provide the shoes and you'll make them awesome. Find Need Right Now sneakers, wear everywhere sandals, must-have boots, and everything in between from top brands like Adidas, Birkenstock, Reebok, Steve Madden, and more. Head to DSW.com or DSW store near you to find your new favorite shoes. I think so too. Down to the fact that Caitlin had someone crash their season, who mm-hmm. was Blake, who Tasha knows because he was on her season. Like there's a lot of layers there. The guy's reaction to Connor, I think, you know, said a lot. Trey he clearly it. was beloved. Yeah. Trey, I'm like, are you okay, baby? Trey, are- Trey couldn't handle it. No, he could not. I thought it was sweet. I also thought it was really interesting that they let Connor come back and say bye. Yeah, do they not We're normally do that, right? No. Like you go home, you go home. That's it. Like they take the they take your luggage and everybody just reacts like oh, he yeah. went home. So we're seeing a lot of firsts this season. Why do you think that is? Do you think maybe he like really did have such a strong connection with them? They were like, go do it, or like they wanted him to have like a more sympathetic, like because it was weird with the kid. Like, I just I I wonder why what that decision was. Like if it was he like know. insisted, or if the show thought it would be a good idea and potentially use it. You can insist all you want. And if it's yeah. not, yeah. Like in the plan. <laughs> if it's not in the plan, you're like not, it's not happening. Yeah. People also forget that. Like they think that you can just walk up to the lead and do whatever you want all the time. It's like, no, 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 guys. You yeah. literally have to go through security and producers and all. You have to do so much just to get some quality time with the lead. We forget how many other people are in the room. Like there's like directors and producers and like handlers. So like when we see something like Blake coming to come for her after sending Connor home, I'm like, how did he get here? Like when he, they were walking together and he's like, I had, you know, you don't know how hard this was. Mm. And so he was kind of hinting at it. Like I'm fighting with, you know, I'm making it happen for you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's, you know, obviously he has a deeper connection with her. So he probably gets an op- you know, more of an opportunity to do things than probably somebody who who doesn't. Yeah. Um, but Blake being able to be there, that's not an easy thing to happen. Yeah. You know, very interesting. Um, 
Justin, other one-on-one, he's been someone who it's funny because like the internet has was loving in the beginning of his facial. Yeah, he and he's really funny. And I think I was shocked in one of the promos that they aired, maybe it even been the first night mm-hmm. or the one they aired last week. I was like, oh, that kid's still in it. So I knew that he was had to be getting something because he was such more of a like background player that she clearly liked and was like, keep around. I mean, he's gorgeous. Um, and they're one-on-one. I kind of forgot he was like a painter and stuff. Like there's a lot to him because I've just been so focused on the the memes. <laughs> so I I love Justin because of his facial expressions. I felt like in my season, that's who I was. I was always like, what is this? Or like, yes. you know, my mouth was, my jaw would drop and it would just stay dropped for hours. Like, so I, I thought it was really neat that, you know, they just ran with it and made it a whole like thing. Um, but I guess it was really excited to see him on a one-on-one because sometimes, and oftentimes with the show, like once you, once you have the, the main contestants, this is like basically all you see. Yeah. So these other relationships, you don't really get to see a lot of it. Like I know for instance, like in Peter season, Natasha, Hmm. she had a relationship with him and like people rarely got to see that, you know? So it was nice. And I'm like, okay, it's good. We're seeing a, we're, we're finally understanding like, why is he still here? Like, okay. So he gets a one-on-one the same thing. I don't know if you saw that, like Brendan stayed. I I thought that was such an odd pick. Oh my God. When he got the last, I was like, there's no freaking way she's giving it. Like he's a cute, whatever, Mm -hmm. but we haven't seen them speak once. Again, it's like, for instance, in this episode, the Hunter drama was the most important thing. Right. So that's really going to take most of the airtime. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I wonder, I'm like, what has happened between them two that we haven't seen that obviously something we haven't seen. It's only seven of them left. I would have thought that she would have kept Trey or Aaron. Yeah. Maybe Um, Trey, but I guess maybe she was just over. She kicked off like anyone really who, because I thought she mm -hmm. liked James too, but like he was way too much in the drama. Yeah. So there's probably something that we're not seeing there. Maybe he gets a one-on-one date and we can learn a little bit more. But yeah, I was really excited to see Justin on a one-on-one date. I thought it was really intense for a relationship that we don't know a lot about. I hate the wedding themed dates. I... I'm not, I'm sorry. I just like the, it's one thing if you have like a million girls putting on wedding dresses and it becomes like a girl thing. And it's like when it's early on, Mm -hmm. but this one-on-one like wedding portraits, wedding vows. I mean, like it, it makes me uncomfortable. I mean, you have to write something beautiful, but like, obviously you don't mean it because you don't even know the person yet. I just, I don't like it. I I think it's It's too much. It's too much for me. I said, I "I found a love with you. I didn't know existed, which is a lovely thing to say, but just simply not possible. No, it's not possible. I think it's too much. I, I don't know if I would feel comfortable enough doing that date. It, and they're both, I mean, she was honest. She's like, it was a difficult date for me. Oh my God. Yeah. We found out about um, that and stuff. But I think, yeah, I have to agree with you. These wedding dates are just like awkward. Like, I don't want to have to pretend fake marry someone. Even like the fake proposals. Like, I think they could do something if they want to do like wedding and romantic, like have them read lines or like read iconic wedding scenes or something or like recite, just not writing your own words and making it like all this hype around it because it's not real. Yeah. She did have a lot of fun with it. I'm like, I probably would have not been that fun yeah. on that date. And I think I, Twitter was having a hard time because Robert Mills tweeted, all right, all right, we hear you. Um, we'll uh, we'll put the wedding photo group date like down. And I was like, this wasn't even the photo date. This was like a, a fake ceremony. Yeah, it was very Demi Lovato-ish yeah. themed. Yes. I wonder though, I don't think they would have given a date like this to someone that she's had a, a, like a, a bond with. Right, like a Greg. I wouldn't imagine that they would do this with Greg. It would be way too real. I wouldn't want it with someone like Greg if I was that into him just because it would feel too close to what, like you kind of take away the joy of like experiencing things for the first time. So I think they picked Justin for a reason. I didn't know that did Twitter fans. Yeah, Twitter. Bachelor Nation was upset about the wedding date, which I thought I was always in the because they've been doing that for so long. I thought yeah. I was just like shouting this out into no one, but I guess maybe people are over it. It's also been hard since the lack of traveling. Like, all the dates are feeling yeah. a little stale, which is no one's fault. Um, and I liked the night portion of this date. I thought was really sweet. They see, I mean, it's like com- I was thinking about the last you know random person who popped up to sing, which was with Blake, and they were like very handsy. And mm-hmm. this was much like sweeter, which like I think Katie maybe prefers handsy potentially yeah. but it was sweet her justin and her seemed to have like a sweet little moment there yeah i liked it i really liked i didn't like the wedding i liked yeah. seeing justin on a one-on-one 
Okay, agreed. Yeah. And I also think, say what you want about Katie, because I think some people, you know, either didn't give the season a chance or maybe didn't like her going into it. But she has been so open about so many different aspects of her life, including her dad in this episode, that she didn't have. I mean, it's if you want, if you're serious about finding your person, I guess you do have to. But like it is the aspect of I'm on television has to be in her mind, too. Right. And I think that you got to give her props for, I mean, everything she opened up out with consent and now with her dad like those are some heavy stuff that she's like putting out there not only with these men but with america yeah yeah it's a i i think sometimes it offers you an opportunity to to deepen your healing you yeah. know and yeah. i admire her for that because on my season i was like what do you tell this person like you're yeah. telling the whole world i don't want to say that you know i've I was in this type of relationship or this happened. Like there's just some things where you just feel like it's private. Originally, I don't know if I was crazy about her as a lead. Mm -hmm. And as I've watched and I've seen her come into this role, I really do appreciate her because yeah, you're seeing a lot of strength. I think that she's letting guys down super like very well aside from the Thomas situation, because she really put him in his place. Yeah, she did, but, which I think she kind of had to. Because she, mm -hmm. she, she said in interviews and stuff, like, there was so much more that he, like, copped to that we didn't even know. Like, it wasn't just the Bachelor thing. You know, she has a very interesting background, and she's a real girl. So I've actually grown to love her as I'm watching her, as the season has progressed. I agree. Something else Twitter and I didn't love, though, was this whole, like, operation whoa whoa thing i just i get it so like th this is the sex positive bachelorette i get it we can talk about sex whatever but like these dudes don't want this to be on the show no we don't want to watch this like th can we leave something like alone like i it was and then caitlin bristol i think tweeted like i forgot twitter doesn't have a sense of humor because maybe people were probably overreacting about it right because that's what people do but overall i just could do without it i feel like there was more we could have seen that didn't include that just for the payoff of that dumb sprinkler joke with blake like i didn't need it the sprinkler joke yeah. yeah was that the whole point <laughs> well i saw well the sprinkler joke and then how he ended what he was saying he's like my happy ending and then it's the sprinkler i'm like guys come on like i know this is like a solid episode too, too. we had drama we had connections and then we had that and i just like i i feel like we've had a lot of silly we're at the, we've had the drama like this we're at the point of the show now where it turns to be about like the love stories yeah and that it felt like a little cheapened with this weird thing. i just didn't need it <laughs> i think it just made me I agree. It's a little too much for me. A little too yeah. much. You can tell that Tasha was a little uncomfortable. She's like, no. I, I know. She was like, Jesus. And then Caitlin was like, I'll go deliver the message. So because Caitlin and Katie kind of always reminded me of each other a little mm -hmm. bit. And again, like, I get it. That's like part of her thing, like wanting to like talk about sex and stuff like this in a more normalized way, which I'm not against by any means. It's just like the whole thing felt like kind of cheesy, but also cringy and then uncomfortable. And like, those guys like I don't know if I'd want like my mom watching that episode if I was them either you know what I mean no and then how they were like long shower yeah and like calling Blake out like I mean he's a good sport about it clearly but like so it's a good thing he was the one they kind of focused on because I bet some of those other guys like didn't well, like Michael A doesn't want his son seeing clips on YouTube of them like talking about him in the shower I think that they did a good job with the people who have a sense of humor about it kind of highlighting it in the season and yeah. then you know other people like the dads you don't really see a lot of the you know, like Hunter or Michael A about it. You know, I think it was funny how Mike P was like, well, I've been training for this my whole life. Like, oh, you know, they were light with it. And I see we're, we're going to see it die off now because obviously, like, yeah. who's actually going to bring this up again? Please do not. Please do not. Do you have a, before we play Bachelor Regrets, mm -hmm. do you have a prediction or any last word? I mean, it was kind of, this episode didn't really show us a lot of Mike P or Andrew S, but I definitely think mm -hmm. they are contenders. But then next week, I don't know. I feel like I, something's going to happen, but we, she's got to get down to her four. And I guess if I had to pick, I would say Blake, Greg, uh, Andrew S and Justin or Mike P and no, and Justin, I don't know. That's He's hard. Just Oh, wait, because Justin's still here. I didn't write Justin down. Yeah, Justin's yeah. still here. So, so I think definitely not Brandon. I can I bet money on that one. That's about it. <laughs> I I think the two going home next week, and this is no insider information. I'm watching mm -hmm. this fresh, just as everybody else. Yes. I do not go on Reddit or any of these like spoiler blogs. Like, yeah. I don't do that. I think Brendan and Justin are gonna be the ones to go home only okay. because. We see her deep connection with Blake. Blake is going all the way. I feel 100%. like he's on top four, 100%, maybe top two, 1,000%, he's top two. 
That's what yeah, I feel. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Andrew, there's no way this guy is going home before hometown. Absolutely not. Like their so date charming. was so darn cute. Super charming. He's like a baby to me though. He's so, he's yeah. Like, every time he talks, I'm like, I feel like I'm watching like a little boy on screen, like a little teddy bear. He's very, very endearing and charming coming off great on the show. I get a little friend, friend vibes mm-hmm. with them only because Katie is so passionate with like a Greg yeah. and, a, and a Blake. But I think he's definitely, he's going to be like a heartbreak. Him and Michael A, I think are both going to be like the sad battle for Bachelor because everyone likes them so much if they mm-hmm. don't win. Um, I think so. Blake, Andrew, Greg. Absolutely. Okay. We know this is a top two or for sure. Yes. Like a top three or two. And then Michael A and Michael P for me, a hundred percent. But if okay. I, if I had just Blake and Greg, a hundred percent top four, Andrew. And then I, the previews kind of show Michael A. I feel like, does he go home? Maybe he's the one who quits because they kind of make it seem yeah. like, could it could be Greg because he's like walking away from the producer. But is it Michael because of his son? Because that clip of his poor son, like on FaceTime, I almost feel bad that they showed that. I feel yeah. like that's like private. Like it's always hard with the parents who go on the show. And I don't think it's like there's just no way we can ever know or mm-hmm. judge anything like that. So showing that was like, ooh, like, ooh, that's sad. Yeah. And, you know, Mike P with being a virgin, I'm like, guys, like we need him in the fantasy suite. Yeah. Like it's going to happen there. There's no way that he doesn't make it to fantasy suite. And I really like about him. It. I think he's I cute. love him. I really like these guys. I feel like this is, I wouldn't say that they're the most my type. Okay. I have a very different type, but I think that this group of guys has been like the, the most respectful amongst each other. It, it, totally but then they also like it, then they pick an enemy so it's weird because yeah. i also will say this season after matt james season a lot of the criticism and from what i was seeing was like we didn't even get to know these girls all we knew mm-hmm. was what they didn't like about each other and that was frustrating as a viewer as a woman as someone who watches the show and covers it but then this season i really do feel like i know a lot of them i don't know if i've done a better job paying attention or if they're just showing me them and i got mm-hmm. their names quicker and stuff i didn't watch matt season and honestly okay. the clips that i saw i was like this is horrible it was so, like i much. also didn't know a lot about katie except that she was you know very sex positive and outgoing person and that you know she spoke very well and she was out like not she was like pretty middle of the pack so it it Mm -hmm. became less about like her journey with matt they didn't even Mm -hmm. show matt in like the first episode it was kind of it was kind of wild um but i don't know so i definitely like these guys and i feel like i got to know them but there was there is that also weird group mentality thing of them like thinking they were you know like saving her by kicking people out every week and i'm glad that's over so yeah i would Mm -hmm. say this top six seven whatever it is are solid dudes and it's now she just got to figure out which one she likes the most is really what it comes down to yeah who are your final two as of right now because every week it changes for me but right now i I think blake and greg but i greg i've just like i loved him so much and he's slowly just falling down but i don't know if who any if anyone else would go past that but i think i think blake ever since she got all giddy when she found out it was blake i've i've been feeling like blake's got it in the bag yeah yeah she gets so excited every time she sees him. I know. And they have they have the same sense of humor. Like they were loving, mm-hmm. like joking about all this stuff together. It's like, it's not maybe my cup of tea, but it's Katie's. That's why it works. And it's not, I'm not the bachelor. Katie is. So for her, this is like, it's, it's it, I think, but we'll see. Um, I'm really, if Michael A doesn't make it to the end, which he is a, a top contender for me, like for sure, top three, I'm rooting for him for bachelor. I think he okay. is so cute. And like Jason so Mesnick's vibes, his son was like a million years ago. Mm-hmm. His son was like kind of the same age maybe as Michael A's. And they like incorporated it in when they had Emily Maynard. They like filmed it so they can like work with the single yeah. parent thing. And his story is just, oh, yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah. Um, Bachelor Regrets, my favorite so game. Many. My favorite mm-hmm. time. Yes. Okay. Okay. I have some specific ones and some random ones. You can expand. You can say yes or no. It's your okay. journey, Bibiana. But your first one, we start off simple always. Do you have any fashion regrets from your time across four bachelor shows oh my gosh this is so bad when people say four bachelor shows and it's like guys i swear i was only there two weeks at a time like <laughs> no judgment no judgment it's so a win bad. if you can go on the original show and only have to waste a few weeks and then become like a name where they want to keep bringing you back like that's pretty ideal in my opinion i would say my night one dress i okay. hated that thing um i thought that i liked it and then i realized like with the mic like there's just things that you don't know in the mic and the 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 B cut and it's just not the most flattering dress. Um, 
And also I had another black dress that I really wanted to wear, but because there was already so many girls wearing black or similar dresses, they, you know, the producers kind of try to help you like, mm, maybe, yeah, you know, like not wear this. It's like Nick season. Was it Nick season that like everybody was wearing a red dress? Yeah. Something and like that. Something mm-hmm. like that. Okay. That Probably because out. the girls are like, I want to wear this red dress. This is it. We talked a little bit about you maybe struggling to find some time with Ari. Do you mm-hmm. regret not being more aggressive for pushing for time? No, I was. I was aggressive. <laughs> you I was aggressive of- for time. Not with the girls, but I was like, I would go up to the producer and be like, why can't I go and talk to him yet? Well, he's talking to somebody else. And then as soon as that person finished, it would be like, I'm next in line. And then somebody else would swoop in. And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I've been waiting in line for an hour. Like, everybody's gotten a chance to talk to him. So I was I was as aggressive as it gets, honestly. Um, I also heard you say on clickbait that you were like Lauren was always like you like you knew Ari and Lauren had a strong thing going but then he ended up picking Becca briefly but that's a whole other issue yeah so you knew it was Lauren Mm -hmm. um do you regret any tears shed on the Bachelor franchise oh gosh I cried so much no no I don't I'm sure that they catch me crying so many times I think the most I cried was probably with not on camera, but going home to Last Paradise, I was like, I was a wreck. I was like, oh, I want to be in love and I'm oh. never going to find someone. It was horrible. But I did cry a lot Winter Games. Winter Games, that was like a real heartbreak. I was like, okay. why can't we be together? This is BS. Do you regret any dates you went on on Winter Games or on Paradise? I didn't go on any dates on Paradise. Okay. I feel like my only regret with Paradise, honestly, I was thinking about it today. I'm like, I my first paradise i didn't i slept on grocery store joe oh wow i totally slept on him i just shocked he came back for another round because i was no i guess not i talked to him prior and it was something that obviously they were already talking to him about i know that i'm sure it wasn't an easy decision for him where it's like do i do this again do i not um but you know he's back in the mix he's on clickbait he's single I would love to see if he if things don't work out with him on Paradise, he would be a bachelor pick for me too. Ooh, I like when they pull someone random, so mm-hmm. I'd be down for that. Um, do you regret giving Colton a rose on that first in on Paradise amid his drama with Tia? That was a clip I watched today that I totally forgot. Oh about. my gosh, do I regret it? I do not regret my decision to do so. Do I think that I could have been more selfish? Yes, I should have thought about myself versus like, you know. People thought that I got paid for that. I'm like, guys, no, I completely, that was not supposed to happen at all. And, you know, they, they thought that I was giving my rose to either Venmo John or Will. Right. And I was mad at Will because he kissed Astrid. So I was like, F you, you're not going to kiss my friend right before your rose ceremony. So I was like, I'm going to give it to Colton. I, I, the amount, amount of emotions you're probably feeling on that show because you guys are all friends, the stuff that happens before the show that we don't even know about. Like, I, I can't even imagine the tension and the ridiculousness. I think I can say this now because it's been so long. And like, obviously Colton is like on another, you know, he's living his best life now, but he was not the last rose. So people think that I was the last rose and I, and I wasn't, I was the second to last. Checks out. So it seemed a lot more intense than you know, than it actually was, but he was not the last roast. I just felt bad for him. Also, I felt like people were being so mean to him and, you know, they weren't really giving him a fair chance. And I looked at my picks and I was like, I don't really want to pick these guys. Like, I'm going to not stir the pot a little bit. (laughs) I would do the same thing. Um, Do you regret any drama that went down with Crystal on Ari's season? She had kind of the Hunter vibe moment Mm -hmm. with the stealing extra time. And you, you put your foot down that clip I was talking about earlier. I don't, again, like I can't regret any of my decisions because I feel like watching all of that stuff back, you kind of grow from it. Like if you actually really sit down and watch how you are on TV, you're like, wow, I can really, you know, learn a few things about myself. Um, And that environment really pushes you to the limit. Like, you know, if you think you're seeing Greg right now and he's sad, like he's probably really, it's a lot harder on him than you think, you know, or like even Hunter, like, just the little things that you see, like it's whatever you think you would be feeling double that by like a hundred. So I was really intense. I was on a very different stage of my life. And again, because I didn't watch the show, I had, I watched the show and done my homework, then I would have known like, Oh, this is a thing. Like people don't get time and get interrupted all the time. Um, yeah, I could have done a better job, but 
I don't think that I regret it because it's infamous mic drop moment. It is. It is the infamous mic drop moment. Do you regret saying that your Bachelor Winter Games co-star Ben Higgins was a better bachelor than Ari, which I agree with? But when did I say that? You said it on. I read it this morning when I was researching. Oh my gosh, you. I talk so much shit. I need to be careful. <laughs> I think um, it was after you were with because you just probably met Ben on Winter Games and you guys did like a, probably like almost famous or something. Yeah, I love Ben. I think Ben is such a sweetheart. Um, everybody does the best that they can. I I don't know if I actually still agree with that a hundred percent. Just because now Ari is a father of three and totally. very happy, and you know they have these beautiful homes. And I, I love following Lauren on Instagram. I think she's just like such a happy, like they just look so happy for one another. And I get it. That Instagram isn't everything, but I'm, I'm really happy to have been part of a season where it's like, Oh, this actually worked for someone because those are the exceptions. It's not the rule. So I, I have to say, I regret it. Wow. Sorry, Ben Higgins. You were great. Ben Higgins has a lot of fans. He'll be fine. Yeah. Um, and the last one, can you rank from favorite to least favorite bachelor season 22 bachelor Winter games, paradise five and six? Oh gosh. I would have to, I mean, they all just kind of give me a little bit of PTSD inside. I'm just like, Oh, who was <laughs> I? Um, maybe winter games might have been my best experience because I really like Jordan. Like okay. I think back to how giddy I was. I think that, you know, I, I often wondered and I was like, oh, if somebody like that was a lead, I wonder how I would have felt to, you know, have a relationship progress on a regular Bachelor season. The least 100% has to be Bachelor 22 just because I wasn't there for a long time. So my favorite was Winter Games because I made it the farthest. I felt the most for someone. I had a connection. And then Bachelor, like the both Bachelor ones just kind of fall in the mix. So Winter Games, Paradise. the first Bachelor, Par- Bachelor in Paradise. Sorry. Okay. Winter Games. My first Bachelor in Paradise, second Bachelor in Paradise, and then Bachelor 22 with Ari. I love it. I think it's awesome that you got to experience all of them. And like, it, I think it's awesome. And I remember watching you on Ari season and everyone like rallying around you online and just thinking you were so funny and like getting, it was just great. And I'm so glad that you're, you were doing clickbait and like talking about the show again, because it's, it's fun to have you around. I, I miss it. I honestly want to do more of it. If anything, like being back, I was really scared to be back in the mix, you know, mm-hmm. Sure. And then I've just had such a fun time. So fingers crossed that I get to do more podcasts with them. Yes. And you can come back here anytime you want as your second you call choice. Me, Sarah. You just give me a call and I'll jump on whenever you want some feedback. Bachelor in Paradise is coming on. Oh, so I'll, you're I'll, coming back for Paradise. A hundred percent. Tell anyone if there's anything else you want us weekly followers or uh, listeners and readers to know about you or Instagram or anything like that. This is also a chance. But yes, you're coming back for sure. Um, nothing, nothing new, just, you know, the, the newest thing is being back in the mix and I'm super grateful and hopefully you guys will see more of me on podcast and all of that jazz. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode of here for the right reasons. Don't forget to leave us five stars and come back every Tuesday and Friday for more bachelor breakdowns, interviews, and all things bachelor nation. Bachelor nation.